exactly who you are. That's exactly who you are. I see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. That is exactly who you are. That's the kind of father you are to us. A way maker, miracle worker. You take what the enemies meant for evil and you turn it for good because you're a good, good father. Carl, come up here quickly. Carl's just going to share something with us about the father. And I pray that... Um, we can take something out of this. Thanks so much, Carl. Maybe see morning. Good morning. Good morning. Before I came to Freedom Church, I used to think that uh, Sunday was a sad day. But then I realized that uh, yesterday was a sadder day. <laughs> Took some time there for the guys from Kempton. Um, so throughout the Bible, God refers to himself as our father, and he talks about us being his children. He refers to the Israelites as, as his children. And Jesus in the New Testament, he refers to us as his brothers and sisters. And every time Jesus spoke about himself or referred to himself, he spoke about him, him being the son of God and God being his father. And so we, we are children of God. And for me, in, in the beginning of my Christian walk, that was a difficult concept. It was a difficult concept for me to kind of recognize God as a father and me as a son. Because my perception of a father and a son was a little bit warped. And I think for many of us, it's, it's like that. Like we, we hear God saying that we're his children and we feel like we're his children. But what does that really mean? Because there's different versions of a father. A and when I think of my own life and I think of, of the beginning times when I used to pray and I used to say, Lord, show me what that means. Show me what it means to be uh, my father because my picture is skewed. And I looked around me at, at the different kinds of fathers that we have and and I remember um, forefathers, uh, not forefathers, but forefathers, four, four types of fathers that, that I could relate to. And I had a friend, and I used to go and visit him, and he was one of the naughty kids. And, um, and I used to go and visit him. I wasn't one of the naughty kids, but I used to go and <laughs> visit him. <laughs> and uh, and he, his father was absent. He didn't have a father, so he, he never knew his father. And so the first first picture of a father that I saw was an absent father. And I remember when I went to go and visit him that uh, things were falling apart at his home. Um, he, his mom had turned to alcohol and, uh, and I suppose that she just couldn't deal with the fact that, that her husband wasn't there and the father wasn't there anymore. And so it was a mess. And I looked at that and I thought, well, many people have, don't know what it's like to have a father. It's, the father's totally absent. And then the second picture of the father was, was a, a present but absent father. And, and that's my father. He, he was present. He was there when I went to bed at night. And he was there when I woke up in the morning. And, and, and we always had food to eat. And we had a roof over our head. And we had clothes to wear. But he was unavailable. He was emotionally detached. And we didn't have a relationship. So even though I had a father, um, I didn't have a father. He was present but absent. And then the... the the third father that I think about is, 
There's another friend of mine that I went to visit. I had lots of friends, and I used to visit them all the time. But th this friend, I wasn't allowed to go and visit him straight after school. I had to wait until 3 o'clock, uh, and I could go to him at 3 o'clock because he had chores to do. He had to finish this list of chores before his friends could come over. And um, I remember arriving at his house and seeing that list, and, uh, and it wasn't just a list of chores like um, mow the lawn and pack the dishwasher. Come to think of it, we didn't have dishwashers back then. Um, we were the dishwashers. And um, it was a long list. It was like a job description, like KPIs and everything. A and he had to get it right. He, he had a job to do. And, and beware if he did it wrong or if he slipped up or if he skipped something. And so his father was, was a present tyrant almost, like a, this, this dictator kind of father. And, and he, he lived in fear of his father. I remember <laughs> when I was visiting there, we were playing, and, and we had to play down at the bottom far end of the property because his father was sleeping. And his mother came out and he said, now, you guys, you going to play down there? Don't you dare wake your father. Anyway, we played, and, and as boys do, we got a little bit loud, and we did wake his father. <laughs> and his mother came out, and she called him, and she said, Hansi, his name was Hansi, get over here. Not Hansi from here, Hansi. It's like, get over here. You've, you've woken your father. And I looked at him, and um, the, his face, he turned white. The fear because he'd done something wrong. A and I could see he was getting ready to bail. He was getting ready to run. Anyway, I had to go home. I couldn't stay. I had to leave immediately and go home. And when we got to school on Monday, Hansi was doing all of his schoolwork standing because he couldn't sit down. His bum was too sore. And so many of us have that idea of God. God is this dictator. He's this strict guy. He's got this book of rules, this thick book of rules that we have to follow. And, um, and if we step out of line once, it's uh, thunderbolts and lightning. It's very, very frightening. And, and so that's our, our perception, our idea, or our vision of, of what Father looks like. And, and none of those were what I wanted when, when I looked at God. And he called me son, and I referred to him as Father. None of them were what I wanted. But the fourth picture of a Father is a loving, present father. Is a father that's there, that's present and loving and caring. And I think about the story in the Bible of the prodigal son. And, and I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but go and read it. Go, go and look at it. There, there's a loving father who has two sons and, and they're on the farm and the one son leaves and the other one stays behind. And there's this whole a sermon for another day in that story. But that that reminded me of, of the farm. And, and when I grew up, we used to go and visit my, my grandfather. And I used to watch uh, the way he was with my mom, because it was, it was my mom's dad. And the way he was with his daughter, uh, that kind of relationship, like that loving, present relationship. And I could relate to that. And, and as I started reading the Word and reading the Bible and learning, God started revealing to me the picture of, of what would look like as a father and I remember going to the farm school holidays we used to go to the farm school holidays my brother and I we were never allowed to go at the same time because we fought too much so I had to go for a week and then he had to go for a week but I remember visiting my father and um, 
uh, my grandfather on the farm. And I remember, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember in the mornings early, like 4 o'clock, 5.30, 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the mornings, there'd be this bell ringing, ding, 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 like this cowbell, someone ringing the cowbell. And we'd get up and, and we'd get dressed in our overalls and gumboots and uh, sometimes my grandfather would come and wake me. Sometimes I'd hear the bell and I'd wake up by myself and, and we'd go outside and it'd be dark, like the, the, the sun would just, just be coming up on the horizon and, uh, and we'd be going out and, and the servants would be coming in, they'd bring, bring in the, the cows in, the, the workers, and they'd be getting ready to milk, milk the cows. And um, yes, milk comes from cows. And... And they'd be milking, and, and there'd be this old guy. He must have been about 100. He, his name was Hosea. And he'd have the fire going, and he'd have this big pot um, on the fire, and he'd be cooking mealy meal. For, for those of you in Kempton Park, pop. <laughs> pop in Kempton Park. He'd be making pop. And, uh, and the guys would milk, and at the end, when they finished, each guy would get a big bucket, a five-liter bucket of milk, and big plate of pop and they'd head off home to their families to go and have breakfast and we'd go back home and um and we'd sit at the table for, for breakfast my grandmother would have made made breakfast and we'd be sitting there eating and just talking having conversation and i'd say to my grandfather so so what are we going to do today what, what what's up for today and we just discuss things and uh it reminds me of the story of little johnny He's sitting at the table eating, and he says to his dad, Dad, is, what, will anything happen to us if we eat bugs? And his dad looks at him, and he says, Johnny, look, we, let's not talk about that while we're eating. Let's wait. Ask me after supper. So anyway, after supper, he goes to Johnny, and he says, what, what did you want to know? You know, you asked me about eating bugs. And he looks at his dad, and he said, no, it's okay, Dad. Th there was a bug in your soup, but it's gone now. <laughs> so... So we'd be, we'd be talking about what we're going to do. And, and my grandfather would say, okay, the, the fields are ready. We're going to be planting there. Or he'd say, okay, the harvest's ripe on the fields on that side. We'll be harvesting today. Or the fence is broken. We'll mend the fence. Or we need to feed the cows or something. But we'd discuss this stuff. And then after breakfast, we'd relax. And then I'd head out. And, and I'd go and work on the farm with the guys. And they'd come back. And... Um, and I'd be working harder than the guys that, that were actually paid to work. And, and they used to look at me and watch me because they loved it. I'd do the work for them. But you see, I, I knew that, that it was my farm. I knew that it was my mom's farm and my grandfather's farm. It was our farm. So when, when we worked, we, we, I came with a different attitude. I came with a, with a sonship attitude, with an attitude that like, like everything, everything belongs to us. It's ours. We work in the land. And it's my father. And it's my father's land. And so, when you think of your father, when you think of God being your father, you, you can come with two different mindsets. You can come with a mindset of a servant. I'm, I'm here to serve and I'm, I'm a servant. But if you come as a servant, then you can expect a wage. And maybe if, we, if you're a good boy or a good girl, you might get a bonus. But if you come as a son, then everything that he owns is his. Everything. Then, then he walks with you and you sit at the table with him. 
and you, and you have dinner with him, and you discuss with him what's going to be done, and, and you can contribute. And sometimes you'll take the mic, <laughs> and sometimes you get to make have ideas, and sometimes he'll let you do them, and sometimes you'll fall, and he'll be there to pick you up, and sometimes he'll let you fall because that's part of learning. And sometimes um, you'll go out on your own, and sometimes you'll, you'll come back. I've actually got sweets in my pocket for a distraction. <laughs> yeah, I'll make that back. Okay, I've got sweetie for you. Thanks, I probably lost the end of my... That's the sweetie. And so when, when we sons and we wonder about our purpose and why God created us, and, and when I say sons, I mean sons and daughters, um, we wonder about our purpose. And I think for, for many people, the, the biggest question we have is, is, what's our purpose? Why are we here? And then I think about why God created us. God didn't create you to, to serve him and to, and to be a servant and to be a slave. God created you because he wanted somebody to love. You know, when, when we decided to have children, we didn't get up one morning and say, let's have kids because we need someone to mow the lawn and pack the dishwasher, help tidy the house, to, to serve us and see us as heroes. We, we had children because we, we had so much love to give and, and we wanted to give it. We had children because we had all of the stuff around us that we'd worked for and the stuff that we'd learned. And then... had children so we, so we could love them and they could be ours and they could be with us and so that's the picture I want to leave you with today you're a son and a daughter of God who created you for one purpose and one purpose only and that's so that he could love you and everything everything that he has, every, that he's created is yours 